This program is designed to provide general information with regards to the subject matters covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, sponsors, or station are engaged in rendering any specific and personal, medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. You should seek the services of competent professionals before applying or trying any suggested ideas. And a delightful, wonderful, amazing, beautiful, bountiful, fantastic day, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. Barry Shore here, and the name of the show, because that's what you tune in for, is called The Joy of Living. We are at Venice Beach, California, overlooking the Pacific Ocean, that great Santa Monica Bay. And we have one of the best shows that we've ever done today. It's called Celebration, Celebration, Celebration. Remember, the joy of living, this show, is only existing for one reason. It's all about you. And you are about to learn more about celebration, celebration, celebration. And why do I bring up celebration today particularly? Because we're intersecting with what has become a great American national holiday, Halloween. So we'll be speaking about Halloween and a lot of things involved with it But again, we just want to celebrate the idea that is part and parcel of the joy of living. So we're listening to, as you know, K4HD.com, the magic of Internet radio. Anybody and everybody in the world is listening in to us. That's K as in night. (laughs) <laughs> four, the number four, H as in happy, D as in dynamic, dot com. You can reach us by telephone at 818-570-5443. And as always, we're going to do a few things to shout out, say hello, and encourage you to share because sharing is caring. And the beauty of listening on internet radio is that you can share with friends. Give me five is what we talk about here, right? Everybody should think about inviting five people you actually care about. It could be family, it could be friends. Actually, think about even people you don't care about because uh, that will make them more happy. <laughs> and then you might care about them even more. So give me five so we can increase our audience Uh, exponentially. Right now, there are tens of thousands of people listening and interacting with us on a regular basis, and we love that. We want to get that listening audience over the one million mark. That's the goal in the next 14 months. So give me five, and we can do it, okay? And if you ever miss a show, and you don't want to do that, of course, but if you ever do miss a show and you want to share it, 
you can always find it archived at iheartradio.com. That's the letter I, H-E-A-R-T, radio.com. Type in on the search bar, The Joy of Living, and you'll be able to access and share with your friends. So give me five, and let's reach that one million person mark so that we can really make that impact that you know you're feeling every time you're listening to and working with the information that we talk about on the show. So as is our want, we always have a big shout out from people in two unique places around the world. So the first one is going to be from a place called Solon, S-O-L-O-N, Solon, Ohio. We have a hello from Solon, Ohio. And uh, it's a great place. And I'd like you to look it up because Solon is a famous name in Greek literature. It's uh, the name of somebody who was one of the wisest rulers in the history of the world. And Solon was able to bring great information and wisdom to Greek city-states. So, hello from Solon, S-O-L-O-N, look it up, Ohio. We also have a big shout-out from a, um, a, actually two, three, wow, three listeners from Mozambique. And the capital of Mozambique is Maputo. That's an M as in Mozambique, A, P as in pretty, U for underwear, T for tomato, O for orange, Maputo. So we have a big shout out from uh, several people in Mozambique. So from Solon, Ohio in the United States to Maputo, the capital of Mozambique. This is the genius and the beauty of internet radio. There's not a place on earth that I can't imagine that is devoid of internet access, obviously in the middle of a particular ocean, or and then even then maybe not because of satellites. So um, anybody and everywhere in the world can reach us. And we uh, always speak about, I, I happen to use four-letter words, and especially four-letter F-U word. So don't be offended. Matter of fact, you might even like it. Those who've been listening for a while are already smiling, and those who haven't, will know now that the four-letter word I enjoy using the most, an F-U word, is fun. F-U-N-N. Fun. Now, those of you who don't know me say, wait a minute, Mr. Shore, excuse me, that's not how you spell fun. Well, that's how I spell fun, because when we talk about fun, we're doubling that N and capitalizing it. It's F-U-N-N, capitalized. Because you've got to have fun in life. If you're not incorporating fun into your life, then you're not injecting life into your life. And if you're not injecting life into your life, you're not experiencing the joy of living. F-U-N-N. So when you see some friends and relatives say, hey, Leo, F-U-N-N. Fun. We also learn great 
ideas through acronyms. Now, an acronym is using the first letter of each word to give us a memory device. So if I ask, again, we have tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of listeners at this particular point. Uh, what does WWW stand for? Those of you who have been listening for a while already know, so don't say, but those of you who are new will say, well, I think it stands for World Wide Web. And you would be correct to an extent. That's how most people think about it. But remember, the name of this show, the reason you're investing your most valuable asset, which is your time, is to learn about the joy of living. So everything we do is utilizing and reframing ideas to reflect injecting life into our lives. So WWW stands for what a wonderful world. That's right. I'm not Satchmo, but I'm humming it and I urge you to do the same thing. What a wonderful world. That's yeah, that's a real word. What a W H A T A. What a <laughs> wonderful world. Hello. That's part of fun. Enjoying the, how should we say it, the utilization of words in such a way to create memories that are positive, powerful, and will bring about a good result. So this show, this today, is all about celebration, celebration, celebration. In whatever language you speak, think about celebration to me, conjures up ideas of fireworks, happiness, people smiling, family, enjoyment. Could almost smell barbecue, even though I'm not a meat eater myself, but I like the, the smell of it. And the idea of celebrating something, whether it's a birth, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a a um, initiation into a religious process. Whatever the reason for celebration, it's, it has to do with education. Any reason to celebrate that is involved with raising your level of awareness of self and being filled with joy, that's good. Everything we do brings us closer to this idea of goodness. Because remember in the beginning I said, welcome beautiful, wonderful, bountiful, immortal beings and good-looking people. Now how can I make the statement that these tens and hundreds of thousands of people that are listening are all good-looking? Well, only for one reason. Because good-looking has to do with looking for the good. Nothing to do with your physical situation, your what you, your face or your body type or anything like that. What is your path in life? Are you a good looking person? Are you a good finder? Who always looking for and finding the good in every situation? And there will be times you'll be challenged. But again, we're talking about celebration. 
So another one of our wonderful words is wow. <laughs> Doesn't that go along with celebration? Wow. Well, speaking of that, I'm looking at the board here. We have probably one, two, three, ten, 15, 16 different questions that are all basically the same idea. How can you continue to be so happy and talk about wow? What is wow? So I'll tell you a quick story. I was recently at an event where I was speaking. And before the event, I went over to the people who were doing the catering. And I love to share um, keep smiling cards with people who don't usually get recognized, the waiters, the servers, the people working behind the scenes in the kitchen and such like that. And if you're not familiar with the keep smiling cards, then go to this amazing site called The Daily Smile, T-H-E, Daily Smile, thedailysmile.com, and you'll see these things called the Keep Smiling Cards, which are available in 27 languages. It's amazing. And they all say, keep smiling, with a message on the back. Really exciting. People love it. So I was speaking with uh, one of the people who is actually the, turns out, the son of the owner of this particular catering service, young fellow who was um, very well-spoken and very pleasant and such like that, loved the Keep Smiling cards. We were discussing something. And in course of this brief discussion, talking only a few minutes, he said to me, oh, wow, that is interesting. Those are words of wisdom. Okay. And then it hit me. Words of wisdom. Wow. That's what wow stands for. Words of wisdom. And here's where it gets really exciting. And the big wow. It's not just that the words you might hear at a particular time and moment will make an impression, a positive impression upon you. And you say, wow, because that's a normal response. It's the ability to take those words, that idea, that concept, integrate it, live with it, let it marinate, let it sit and become part of you. So that that wow is now part of your life and it's lighting up some aspect of your soul, your very being. That's the real wow. So I'm going to now move into, again, we're talking about celebration. So today's show intersects with Halloween. Halloween. Wow. What an interesting word, first of all. And second of all, it takes place in a particular time. It tends to be, a, these days, a very American celebration. And it's now a celebration rather than how it started out in life. So it occurs on October the 31st in the evening. October the 31st in the United States of America, which of course is the Northern Hemisphere. And therefore... Deep, well, not deep, but already, uh, let me see, September 21st, so uh, five, six weeks into the uh, vernal period. We just passed the vernal equinox on September 21st and 22nd, so we're about uh, just over a month and a quarter in, and it's a time where things are changing. Autumn is a 
great season where we moved from, in the Northern Hemisphere, summer into this period of time where things are consolidating and getting ready for a harvest and putting aside items to begin to be, allow us to process and make it through a winter. So a winter in the Northern Hemisphere, and especially in the Northern parts of the Northern Hemisphere, anything, let's say, north of, uh, let's say, the 39th parallel, if you went across the United States of America, that would be anything north of Kentucky, Louisiana, north of Virginia, and certainly where I was raised in a place called New England. I come originally born and bred in a city called Boston, Massachusetts. For those of you familiar with it, you can shake your heads and say, yes, most people here, since there are hundreds of thousands listening, may not be familiar with Boston, Massachusetts, B-O-S-T-O-N, B-O-S-T-O-N, Boston, Massachusetts, a very famous city in the United States, certainly takes itself as very famous and seriously in all of New England. It is, for want of a better term, the capital of the New England area, of uh, the one, two, three, four, five, six states that comprise New England. Boston is its capital, and it is a um, an old city by United States standards, founded in the early part of the 1600s. So it's going on more than four centuries of existence. That's it's a long time in the United States. It's not as long in Europe, of course, but then again, you don't celebrate in Europe like we do in America. <laughs> this is, uh, we're a celebratory people given to great expression. So as raised in Boston in the autumn period, and again, completely distinct from what's happening in the Southern Hemisphere, where you're uh, moving into, you're still in, I guess, the summertime period, moving into spring. No, you're in spring, moving into summer. Uh, it's a very different kind of attitude. But here in the northern climates, um, the squash is very common. And pumpkin, P-U-M-P-K-I-N, pumpkin is a very unique kind of squash. And it tends to be rather large and uh, roundish and easy to grow. And you can use it to do many things. You could uh, hit somebody with it, but we don't like people doing that, even though people do used to do those kind of things. You can <clears throat> take out the inside and cook it, and it's very delicious, whether you're just eating it uh, straight after being cooked with some cinnamon and a little bit of uh, other kinds of spice. You can put it into a pie so it becomes a filling, and a pie is a wonderful kind of invention because basically a pie is what? It's flour and filling. So flour and water mixed together makes a dough. You line a pan and now you have the squash, the pumpkin squash, which has been cooked for a long time, very soft. Now you put it into this pie, put a cover over it with, again, some nutmeg and other kinds of uh, spices, and I can even smell it baking right now. It smells so good. You take it out and let it cool, and you have pumpkin pie. Mm -mm. 
That's lip smacking good, as we say. Lip smacking good. Celebration. Celebration. That's the name of the show today. Remember, we're listening to The Joy of Living on K4HD.com. And anytime you ever miss anything, and you don't want to miss anything, but if you ever do, you can go to iHeartRadio.com and search for The Joy of Living and access this particular show, Celebration, because it's, it's one of the best. So again, talking about celebration, Halloween in the United States of America today, talking about the year 2018, is unlike anything I ever witnessed growing up. So I'm going to just tickle you for a few minutes, and then we're going to go to a break in about uh, five or six minutes, come back, and we'll go deep into the discussion of Halloween and celebration and other kinds of wonderful festive times in the United States primarily, but Halloween celebration is spreading all over the world. Uh, what happens today, again, unlike when I was growing up, uh, just to put things in perspective, chronologically, I'm 69 years old. So growing up, I'm talking about the ages of what? Eight to 15. So you're talking more than a half a century ago. The celebrations that we had, again, as kids and such like that, was centered around three things. Number one, F-U-N-N, making sure there was fun. Number two, candy. <laughs> That's right, candy. There was, uh, we'll talk about more about that in a moment. And number three was costumes, dressing up. So it was really a great time of innocence of celebration, of fun, and again, from the kid's perspective, it was one of the most looked at, sought after, looked forward to times in the entire calendar. Uh, let's just say for the following that it didn't always start that way. So what does Halloween mean? Halloween is a combination of, so, of two or three words. It really stands for All Hallow Eve. And it's a, a very important date on the Catholic calendar because it has to do with uh, celebration of saints and uh, very spiritual types of situations. But it was always involved with something on the darker side of the spiritual element, uh, dealing with not so much death, but certainly a, um, the afterlife and things called ghosts and goblins and ghouls and gremlins and all kinds of things that, were, that would go bump in the night because it had to do with night. And until the advent of lighting that literally turned night into day so that there is virtually very little difference in some places between night and day in terms of ability to see. Uh, nighttime was a very um, ominous, scary, frightening, and uh, chilling event for everybody. So I want to commend to you before, we're going to go a break in literally two minutes, but before we go that, I just want to commend to your attention a great story that we read every year growing up. And again, 
from the ages of certainly eight and above, but even before that it was read to us. But the, the story is called The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. And if I'm not mistaken, it was written by uh, Nathaniel Hawthorne, but I'll check that in just a moment, using my memory for the moment. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow and the story of the Headless Horseman riding at night. We're going to go to break right now. On the other side of the break, we're going to come back and speak about celebration. Going to break right now. Bye. This is Rich Ward, the Duke of Metal from Fozzie, and you're listening to K4HD Radio because you have good taste in music. Fiesta Pet Deli, South Florida's original and only fresh food deli for pets. We carry a full line of products like Bravo, Nature's Variety, and BioComplete. We have FDA-approved meals that are prepared daily. Stop by our brand new store located at Sample Road and the Turnpike in the Festival Flea Market in Pompano, Florida, or call 954-971-2500. Check us out online at www.realfoodforpets.com. If your pet's overweight, suffers from skin problems, or you suspect food allergies, we have the solution. We also carry a large variety of pet strollers, bedding, apparel, collars, leashes, natural chews, and grooming supplies. Veterinarian owned and operated, Fiesta Pet Deli's mission is to help every pet owner have the healthiest pet they possibly can. Call us today for local deliveries or shipping throughout the United States. Call Fiesta Pet Deli today at 954-971-2500. That's 954-971-2500. Hey, this is Rebel Mother. Join me for In Your Face on W4CY.com, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Welcome back, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. Barry Shore here from Venice Beach, California, overlooking the Pacific Ocean. And we are broadcasting on K4HD.com. That's K for night, the number four, H for happiness, D for dynamic. Dot com And you can send in your letters and requests through the internet. And you can also call us at 818-570-5443. The name of this show today is Celebration, Celebration, Celebration. We're talking about Halloween because today's show intersects with Halloween, October 31st. We talked about night scary the dead i mentioned to you the halloween really is uh, all hallows eve that's what it really stands for the e-e-n at the end is even meaning evening hallow of course means something to do with holy and these are the these kinds of celebrations originated with uh, 
Druids and Celts and uh, in, in northern England and in the Scandinavian countries. And I just also mentioned to you when I was growing up that it was the most looked forward to holiday in the year, even more so than Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay, Christmas, of course, was always wondrous, but Halloween was just the absolute kid's day. Why? Because three things happened. Number one, fun. F-U, everybody. F-U-N-N. Fun. Rebold. Let it go. Let it happen. Fun. Number two, candy. <laughs> Hello? Say kids and candy in the same sentence. They do go together, don't they? And smile. And number three, costume. Costumes. Wow. Dressing up? How cool is that? Costumes. So there's just nothing better for kids than fun, candy, and costumes. Uh, I mentioned to you a particular story that if you could read it, I think you'll find it so much fun. So great. It's just, it's short. It's wonderful. It's called The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. And I gave the incorrect name of the author before the break. The author's name is, drumroll please, da -da 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 -ba -bum, Washington Irving. Wow. It's like, it's like his name backwards, right? It could be Irving Washington, you know, from upstate New York. But his name is Washington. That's his first name. Last name, Irving. The legend of Sleepy Hollow or the story of the headless horseman. <laughs> so imagine reading that at night with lights out around a campfire on Halloween. <laughs> That's the kind of fun we had as kids growing up. So I'm going to tell you a couple stories about growing up with Halloween, and uh, then I'm going to talk about what it is like today, where we are. And just remember the whole thrust of this show, the name of the show, as you know, is The Joy of Living. And I urge you again, it's called Give Me Five. Tell and encourage five people you know, friends, almost friends, family, maybe even people you like in your family, to listen to the show. Why? Because it's all about you. The only reason I exist and I'm speaking is to give you greater insights into becoming more you, the best you possible, the most loving, the most happy, the most powerful you. And celebration is a an important aspect of that. So it's really great to speak today about Halloween and uh, fun, candy, and costumes. So growing up in a very different time in the United States of America, so let's say I was, let's say, 10 years old, go back then, uh, that's 60 years ago. It's almost impossible for most people to understand how far back that goes. But uh, 60 years is a fairly long time. But I still remember I mean, literally, not just remember, I'm talking about tangible, because when you combine fun, candy, and costumes, and you're 10 years old, that's an imprint for life. And if you can now take that same imprint of joy, happiness, peace, and love that came out as a result of fun, candy, and costumes, 
that can literally be something that's going to be a trigger benefit for you, not a trigger warning, a trigger benefit that will last you every day of your life. It will help you because celebration is all about doing that regularly, day in and day out. This is not a one-time thing, once a year, October 31st. We're talking about literally living the good life, the joy of living. So the 10-year-old, and here it is Halloween. So Halloween is about something called trick or treat. Now, I don't remember until I was in my teens causing any tricks on people, which we did, by the way. Yes, we did toilet paper around people's houses, and we had um, what we call stink bombs. <laughs> it was uh, sulfuric acid type of stuff that you could buy and open up the bottle and leave it around. And yes, every once in a while we would throw rotten eggs. I'm sorry to say it, but we did. But all sort of harmless fun. That was certainly the whole point, was harmless fun. And it was recognized in our neighborhood that such things would and could happen, never maliciously. But the whole point of neighborhood is that kids, oftentimes with parents, sometimes without, even at 10 years old, by the way, certainly by 12, but even at 10, we would go out. I would go out with my two sisters. One of my sister immediately just under me was uh, eight and a half, and my other sister was five. And I remember, I think I was 10, again, maybe 12, so the ages were just a little bit different. The three of us would go out by ourselves, up and down the street. And we had Philly Long Street and just knock on people's doors because we knew everybody. Or if we didn't know everybody, we knew most everybody. We knew, obviously, the kids on the street and their parents. And But when you're in costume, you don't sort of know everybody. And it wasn't like in today's environment where I'm not sure if this happens, but if it does, okay, people wouldn't leave out a basket necessarily. They would actually open the door. <laughs> Imagine that. You walk up to a house and you knock on the door. You ring the bell. People open the door. And they, we asked them, trick or treat? And they say, oh, treat, treat. And so, okay, we'd get, we'd get our candy, and therefore we wouldn't do any tricks. That was the trade-off. It was either a trick or you give us a treat. And we went around with um, shopping bags <laughs> to get candy because it was wonderful. It was fun. It was a different era. It was far less concerned about sugar intake because you didn't – intake sugar every day like you do today. People didn't drink six Coca-Colas or sugary coffee drinks or manufactured food in the same way as we do today. Okay, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not pining for those days and I'm not even saying that's the way it should be. I'm just giving you input on what happened. In those bygone days, what called the halcyon youth, look it up, you'll like that word, halcyon, H-A-L, C-Y-O-N, in the times of halcyon youth, you could actually go and get candy and consume it over the next 10, well, maybe not even 10, okay, fine, certainly the next week and not feel like you were dying because of a sugar rush. Uh, it just, it was a different environment, different time, different place, and you could bring it to school and share it with friends and trade. Wow. It was just so interesting. We actually had some people on the block that the families made cake or cookie, not cakes, um, cupcakes. 
and would give cupcakes. They would wrap them up and give it to us and such like that, which was really an, a nice touch because it was something that was homemade. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that wonderful? Think about it. Somebody made something and gave it to us. It wasn't just a Snickers bar that you got, which, by the way, was very cool. Snickers bar was great. My favorite was Almond Joy, actually. I just liked Almond Joy. It's coconut and chocolate and uh, almond. Wow. I could hardly get enough Almond Joy. But just think about what it's called. Think of the name of a candy. It's called Almond Joy. <laughs> How much fun in life is there when you can name a candy Joy, right? Now, remember, the name of this particular show, this segment of the show, is called Celebration. That's what this show is all about, Celebration. And this is the joy of living. You're listening to K4HD.com. You can always find us on iHeartRadio.com. Type in the search, The Joy of Living, because every show is archived, and share it with your friends. So that was then. That was the time of, uh, I guess, let me see, it must have been the 19, late 1950s, early 1960s. And it was just a time of easy, fun celebration. Costumes were always homemade. And it was just, it was kids' time. Now, granted, adults also celebrated. There is no question that adults had great Halloween parties. I'll tell you a great Halloween. Oh, well, one other thing, then I'll tell you a great Halloween party for adults. Uh, again, as kids, 8, 10, 12, 14, we did something called bobbing for apples. I mean, it's you have to look this up and see that I'm not lying to you or exaggerating. Look up bobbing for apples, bobbing, B-O-B-B-I-N-I-N-G, I guess, bobbing for apples. So somebody would have a large container, um, a half cask, and things like that, but something fairly large, a tub, and you put apples in there, and what we would do, it could even be a, a, a tub of, of uh, a bathtub, actually, we did this one time, but most of the time it was a very large tub that somebody would, would buy, put the apples in, 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 in water, and they would be bobbing in the water, and we would kneel down and have our hands tied behind our back, and have to lean forward, and you have to grab an apple with your teeth. Think about it. <laughs> you got an apple bobbing in the water, and now you're going to try and grab it with your teeth. You had to be able to bite into it quickly enough that you could catch hold of it. And if you did, obviously, you keep it and such like that. It was just, it was cool. But it was so hard. And even if you think, wait a minute, well, I could do that by grabbing onto the... Um, the piece of the apple that attaches to the tree. Well, usually the uh, people who ran the bobbing for apples game would take that out. But it was just so hard and so much fun and giggles and such because you have two, three, five, ten kids playing at the same time. <laughs> it's just, it's so frustrating and so wonderful. Oh, candy apples also was something, a great treat. Um, can there was an apple on a stick that people would dump, dunk in caramel, hot caramel, and then let it cool. So you had candied apples. I mean, I'm just 
flowing with memories now. It's just, it's so much fun, so wonderful. And again, all at night, and we weren't afraid of the dark, and this is not a time when, we're talking 50s and 60s, it wasn't so much that the streets were flooded with light and things like that, but you felt safe enough to go out because just kids everywhere and some adults also helping the kids and such. But it was just kids everywhere. And it was a festive atmosphere. It was celebration. Think about that. Celebration. Put these ideas, put these thoughts, put these images into your life. Store them away and bring them out every once in a while when you think you're having a tough time. Celebrate. That's what you call it. Celebrate all the things in your life celebrate so let me tell you what adult um <laughs> adult party it almost sounds like a triple x rated place uh may have been some of those but i didn't uh, attend any although later in life when i was much hipper and came to los angeles and i was all of what 27 28 i did go to a um, triple x rated halloween party and it was wild <laughs> i won't go into that one at the moment but it was wild okay I never forgot that one. So here's an interesting story. At least I think it's fun. They still remember it to this day, and it's almost a half a century later. Uh, it has to do with my uncle, or one of my uncles. So this particular uncle was a very quiet man. Very, Some would call him taciturn. Look that one up. Taciturn, T-A-C-I-T-U-R-N. Uh, he wasn't a brooding person. He wasn't given to smiling a lot, but just quiet, just a really good guy. But just on the quiet side, as opposed to lots of the other uncles who were less so. Okay. So here's a, uh, an adult Halloween party. Uh, I didn't attend. It was at someplace else, but I, I heard about it, and I saw my uncle later that night because uh, by the time we got home, and they came back. We were all allowed to stay up late. I think nobody went to sleep before midnight, even though it may have been school the next day. It didn't matter. Just it was too much fun. Um, so this particular uncle, they dressed up in costume. So my auntie went with my my parents and a few other couples and uh, eight, ten people. And they went to another person's house. It may have been 30, 40, 50 people there. And my uncle wasn't among them. They gave some excuse why he wasn't around at the moment. Fine. So he dressed up as what we used to call in those days a hobo. So a hobo is, I guess the e easiest way to understand it, a hobo is like a um, homeless person in today's environment, uh, which didn't have a lot then. So he put a lot of um, makeup on, and he was scruffy looking, and put a little bit of a pillow on his back, so he had a little bit of a hunchback, and he got some really old clothes, and they didn't smell good. And it was it, it, the whole shoes with, with holes in them. It, he really did a great job. I mean, he did not look like my uncle, sort of stooped over, and he didn't smell good, didn't look good. And he also <laughs> set up something so that it was a, uh, like a turkey baster. So if you know what a turkey baster is, it um, uh, has a tube and a, a rubber bubble, and he put water in it, and he put it in his pants. So... <laughs> He goes to this party and he just uh, walks in and grumbling to himself and looking around. And all of a sudden, I mean, nobody knew him. He didn't know it was my uncle. Everybody else is dressed up in nice costumes and such like that. But, you know, sort of gay and upbeat and all kinds of stuff. And here's this really 
seedy-looking character, smelly and old-looking and unpleasant, walks in and apparently just goes and sits down, not in the corner unobtrusively, but sort of in the middle on a couch. And then he moves to the floor, and nobody knows what to do. So the host, the host is that you know, okay, is this really, is this some one of our friends? And nobody would own up to it. They just, so they figured this is really a hobo. So they didn't know what to do. They were going to go over and try and move him out of the house. And just about when people started coming over to him, he squeezed the turkey baster and wet his pants. <laughs> again, it's all water, but he wet his pants right there. And people were just, again, he had a little bit of a, something, a stink bomb with him they let off also. And people were just so repulsed. They didn't know what to do. It was really horrible. And they just walked away. They gave, gave him about three or four or five speed, feet of space around him. And as my parents tell the story, that went on for about 20, 30 minutes until he growled and groaned and just got up and sort of hunched over, made his way out of the house and left. And people finally said, wow, great. And they locked the door after that and fine, okay. And about 20 minutes later, my uncle comes knocking the door, you know, dressed up in another kind of costume and uh, knocking, hey, everybody, done it. okay, come in, it's fine. Then all sorry, I tell you why, you should have seen that guy. Oh, what did we have? You can't believe the person we had at the party today and such like that. It's a woo. And then, of course, after he let it go, after about five minutes, he told them all the story that it was him and he brought in the clothes to prove it and things like that. Everybody had a great time. They all laughed and such like that. But, um, yeah, it was um, it was a great story. That's how people went all the way to make sure that there was celebration and fun and getting people out of their comfort zone and really get yourself into it. So if you combine fun, candy, and costumes, you are going to do well in life. And I just want to give you some interesting input into uh, celebratory issues in the United States of America. Today, some statistics I just found online, and these are really, I think, quite telling. Halloween today. Over 179 million people in the United States, that's more than half the population of the United States, will be celebrating Halloween this year. 179. Now, here's what's getting really weird. The average spent per person, now obviously it's the average, so there's going to be someone who spent very little, and someone's going to spend a lot on costumes and food and all kinds of expenditures and such, $82.93 per person. Almost $83 for a total in excess of $9.1 billion that is spent on Halloween. Halloween. Okay, it wasn't like that when I was a kid. It is that way today. It is one of the most celebrated, the most fun, the most upbeat, the most, uh, how should we say it, indulged event on the American calendar. But to give you an uplift and let you know about real life, I got to tell you two other things, three other things. Number one, Father's Day. Father's Day, $15.5 billion is spent on Father's Day. 
$134 per person. That's great. Valentine's Day, $18.2 billion, $137 per person. And of course, the grand one, again, we're not talking about Christmas, Thanksgiving for the moment. We're talking about personal celebration of, of situations and such. Mother's Day. Thank God mom still rules. Mother's Day is the big one. $23-plus billion every year is spent on Mother's Day, and rightfully so. The average is $180 per person. So just think about it. Mother's Day still rules the roost. It's more than, well, it's almost, it's two and a half times more than Halloween. Father's Day, $6 billion more than Halloween. And uh, Valentine's Day is double Halloween. But Halloween, even 10 years ago, was less than $5 billion. So this thing just keeps growing because it's all about celebration, celebration, celebration. Go forth, you beautiful, wonderful people, and share this particular show with friends. Give me five. Go to iHeartRadio, type in and search The Joy of Living, and share it. Let's get an audience of one million listeners within the next 14 months. You're listening to K4HD.com. This is Barry Shore telling you how much we appreciate you because you're here to learn about joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go forth, live the blessing, and spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Bye now. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.